Right, let's do it. It's uh, topic. Topic. See, I told you. I got through the oh, first no. week. <laughs> Topicopedia. I, I get, I'm getting a little kick out of it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why. You, that's why you came on that name, isn't it? Uh, you're uh, is it episode two or is it episode one? Uh, episode two. We're going with that. Yeah, we are see, cause, that. Cause, because because uh, I have uploaded episode one as episode one. Yeah, I, <laughs> so. I think cause it's it's funny, isn't it? How some places you, you you go for an introduction that's separate. It's kind of like when you start school and you have reception rather than going to straight into years. Yeah. yeah, it's like with a TV series and they start with like a pilot and then go into it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Or when, um, oh, th- th- that's the difference between like uh, American and UK buildings, isn't it? Like yeah. we have a ground floor. Yes. And they just go one, two, three, four, five, which is always probably is logical. If you don't know what ground means, then you're screwed. But if you, I mean, you must know what ground floor is. It just, it, it speaks for itself, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> You'd like to think so. <laughs> but I don't know if if sometimes if a building isn't built on a completely level area, sometimes the ground might be at like minus one or something at one end. I think it matters where your front door is, so to speak. I think that's what what where it matters, right? Yeah. I don't know if anyone actually knows. <laughs> Tell us because I haven't got a clue. But that's that's how I would have figured it anyway. Cool. So we are we're we're decided it's episode two. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Okay, so uh, looking back, this has been the pipeline for a few weeks, hasn't it, that we've been planning on doing this and we've been jotting ideas down. Uh, So we make notes and whatnot and then we come to them and go, what did we even talk about? You know, what did we mean when we wrote this? (laughs) But no, actually, there is some some interesting ones for you. Um, On TikTok, do you ever scroll through the... Well, obviously, that's what you do on them. I'm a bit addicted to these at the moment. TikTok, uh, YouTube Shorts, Facebook, whatever they call theirs. Oh, the Facebook one. The Facebook one bugs me. Do you ever watch the Facebook one? No. (laughs) Because it shows you Instagram Shorts as well. But if you're on the Facebook app and then you want to view the the comments, it opens up the Instagram app and then you get stuck in the Instagram app rather than being the Facebook app, which you wanted to be in. I mean... I have to admit, I don't actually really use any of these except Instagram, and I do watch a ridiculous amount of reels on there. Um, but actually, like TikTok, I I did for a little while, a couple of years ago, spend like way too much time on it, and I actually stopped myself because I was wasting so much time on it. Um, so I don't really use it anymore. But um, it's it's stupidly addictive. Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> what gets me is because on on tiktok it is it is way addictive occasionally you'll scroll through it and go this one's live click to watch it and 90 percent of the time it's people wanting um to make a quick bit of money basically because you can buy uh what what do they call them you can buy what was the cheapest thing like roses or cars or things like that and then gift them in the chat really yeah and that's that's how they make their money so it'd be like so for, for example they might do one where it's votes against your favorite color blue or red to give us a rose for red or a turnip for blue i don't know if turnips oh, one i'm just God. but okay. but then like race them against each other and crap like that and obviously people are, are spending money on it because it's going up you're thinking oh, that's mad you're spending money on something that doesn't mean anything to 
anyone. That's mad. I suppose if you want to show support to the person creating the content, then maybe, but I don't know. That's a bit weird, isn't it? I, maybe, I don't know. I, I don't feel like I'm uh, affluent enough to <laughs> have the luxury of being able to buy pretend flowers and give them to people. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it doesn't mean anything. Does it? I mean, I've seen ones before. Very clever idea, but uh, also completely pointless. Um, of someone having, you know, a, a printer, um, like a receipt printer, uh, you know, the heat printer ones. No. Like when you go to a shop, yes, yes, shop, yes, uh, yeah. Yes, so it sorry, prints yes. on receipt reel. Um, yeah. So they work quite quickly because they just use heat. Yes. And it was basically each time you like shared or did a mention or gifted something, or if you gifted something, it came up with your picture or something like that. So it just like it was just this printer just printing out line after line after line after line of interactions on this live TikTok feed. Oh my god! It was strangely therapeutic to watch, but also completely and utterly pointless. Oh, think of the trees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, my most concerning thing is when they start turning a bit um, dishonest. Oh, okay. Okay, so um, with all this going on in Ukraine, mm. you, you'll see these odd ones um, of, oh, yeah, you know, live in Ukraine, and obviously you'll have the sound of the heavy breathing, and they'll use the mm. siren sound effects. Uh, and and quite often they'll be looped as well. If you watch it for long enough, you'll realise that they're looped. But okay. But people are there like, oh yeah, pray for Ukraine, blah blah blah, and you know, gifting stuff. And I, I just have a feeling like this is Actually, likely just some scammer that's yeah. just set up a load of these fake feeds, and mm-hmm. he's just quite happy to take the money off the back of a disaster. Yeah, they're, they're just, yeah, it's sad, isn't it? I mean, I've seen something similar um whereby um people are um renting out rooms on airbnb in ukraine and then emailing the the vendor and saying keep the money i'm not actually coming <laughs> um it's as a way of helping out and i thought of course that's so lovely and people are doing it on like etsy as well um and then i was hearing of people who were setting up uh, fake accounts um and you know, saying they were in Ukraine in the hopes that people would give them their money, basically, um, which is just really sad, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, but how many of these platforms actually do anything that to kind of, you know, do they go far enough to moderate? I don't think so, no. No, I mean, but at the same time, though, you know, these are companies that are on a limited number of, you know, their staff is limited, to say the least. Mm. So yeah, it's it's kind of iffy, isn't it? Um, you know, you, people want to help out, but also they should really, you know, if if you want to help out, you should give probably the correct channels and stop trying to invent new ways of giving. I I do agree with you. I think people are a little skeptical of the of the correct channels because I think that they worry about where it's going. Whereas if they, you know, people want to see it directly go to a person i think that's that's you know people are quite skeptical of certain charities and things like that but i agree i think it's safer to to do it that way and um you know a lot of these charities are very reputable and are doing the right thing so a bit of research and you should be good really yeah excellent i mean yeah but that just discerned me seeing that on tiktok and i was just kind of like 
Yeah, uh, it just puts me off the whole live thing. I think the the amount of people on the that do the live that aren't genuine, that are just after some easy money, thinking it's an easy way to make money. Um, I mean, there's you know people trying to tell fortunes and things like that. Um, but I suppose it's just it's the same as what's been you know happening for decades and decades, hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost human nature, which is really, really, I don't know, it's a bitter pill for me to swallow, for sure. I really can't stand the thought that people are inherently shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it does seem to be that way. Like, people, I've sort of noticed, will do what they feel they can get away with. Um, and it could be something really minor as well, you know, and might have no purpose, but oh, it's mad. It's absolutely mad. Yeah, so, um, oh, going back to last week's show. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm out of stuff to say on that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I need to find a, a seamless way of transitioning between topics. Um, have we had any feedback from last week's show? We, How did we do? Yeah, do you know, we've had some lovely feedback. So, <clears throat> uh, firstly, we've got uh, Emily, um, who said, enjoyed your first show. Uh, I knew exactly what Steve was talking about with the Facebook cartoons and the which show do you remember that no one else does thing. Mine was DJ Cat. Now, she goes on to say DJ Cat uh, was a kid's show on Sky One in the early 90s that showed all the various cartoons and kids shows and it was a cat that was a DJ, unsurprisingly. I, um, so I wasn't I've never heard rich enough to have Sky no, when I was neither. little. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean we, didn't, we didn't even get what what was it called originally it, it went before freeview it was like itv digital and before that it was like on digital oh god um, i don't even remember that like <laughs> <laughs> that that company just completely ch- kept changing like who it was owned by um but yeah i mean unfortunately we just had this bog standard one to four channels and dial up internet yes which Same. was painful yeah yeah, uh, yeah, it's mad. Like everything is at your fingertips now, and and much more affordable than it used to be. I think, but um, yeah, Sky was not something I really had growing up either. Um, but yeah, and and we got some more feedback. Um, okay. We've got um, Chris who says that he he has three uh, TV shows that no one else seems to remember. Um, so we've got Johnny Quest, so apparently a rich kid uh, who explores oh, weird and wonderful things. Yeah, why does that? ring a bell with me i'm right i'm googling it now just to find out <laughs> yeah yeah johnny johnny i'd completely forgot about that yeah i do recall seeing that the no, see i haven't i don't remember that maybe if i saw it uh, yeah i mean but... looking at the pictures of it it looks very um dare i say it hannah hannah barbera oh it is it's hannah yeah producers william hannah and joseph barbera so yeah um yeah okay. i thought just looking at it it just looked like something they'd done Okay. Uh, we've also got a pan. Oh, I can't speak. Transylvanian pet shop. Uh, freak shop pet shop owner swindles monsters and wonders why he has a bad time. Uh, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, it's not one I've watched, I don't think. And the little vampire. Uh, harder to recall, but a kid vampire, basically. Um, so he had three. Um, and we also have a little bit of feedback um, from Jamie. Okay. Who said, you can tell you guys get along dead well. It felt like I was in a coffee shop watching two people have the best combo. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Which I Co- thought was really nice. Coffee but shop also, combo. Thanks for that. Yeah, combo. Yeah. Brilliant. One little thing I want to mention um, is that back a few weeks ago, when I was trying to think of a name for the podcast, um, 
I was sat in the hospital uh, in the waiting room, uh, which is where I spend most of my life nowadays. And Jamie was out day drinking. And I think he'd been out day drinking all weekend. And this was the Sunday. So he was, you know, uh, rather worse for wear. And I, he called me up and we're having a chit chat. And I mean, it was quite a funny conversation anyway, because I'm sat in a room with, you know, oldies, really nice, respectable people. We were having lovely, civilized conversation. And he rings me up. And one of the first things I said was, on a scale of zero to dead, how drunk are you? And then I just thought, oh, God, I've just said that in front of all these people. Like, <laughs> um, but I asked him what we should call the podcast. And his his contribution was that we should call it Polycox. <laughs> okay. Um, and I meant to mention it last week, and I completely forgot. So there you go. You've had your mention now, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not actually sure. Um, yeah, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't know what it meant. No, I, me neither, really. But um, oh, that's my alarm. Do excuse me. <laughs> Is that just in case you're not up by lunchtime? Sorry. Is that in case you're not up by lunchtime? No, I need to go and take a tablet. I'll be two seconds. It's really important. It's an antibiotic, so I'll be literally two seconds. Excellent. We'll, we'll sit and listen to you take... Do a bit of pill popping. Well... There we go. Excellent. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> That's going to be the highlight of this week's show, isn't it? The, the one bit we stop stop st- st- stop moaning for. <laughs> I can't remember what else we have to moan about. Uh, the cool cost of living. Oh my dear God! Is that something you've heard enough about? Or so yes and no. I do avoid the news, which is probably a bit silly given that we're doing this. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you, you can't avoid everything. <laughs> um. You just can't. And yeah, I mean, energy going up by what over 50% um, is, I mean, yeah, everyone's got to be feeling that, haven't they? Like yeah, everybody. I mean, my energy supply went bust again, as with green. Oh, I okay. always seem to end up with the ones that go bust because mm. I like a bargain. <laughs> I always go for the cheapest and then they go bust. But you usually end up on like an equivalent tariff kind of thing. Because I was with mm. GB Energy that went bust, and they then moved me to another company, and they matched the 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 deal that I was on, kind of thing. Um, mm. I don't think it's the same this time around because obviously the caps increased. Yeah, but I mean, looking at my bill, I don't know if this is the same with everyone's. I've not actually. This isn't a conversation I really had with people, but I looked at the difference, and I, I've not got it all to hand because I'm not going to bore the crap out of you. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it it was basically the standing charge that had gone up ridiculously. Um, and as for the unit price, it hadn't changed quite so much. So How interesting. Yeah, so even if you're trying to do what you can and you're turning everything off all the time, it's never going to affect your standing charge. Oh, my God. So, so it's not, that's not a cost you can do something about, per se. See, I'm on a, a prepaid meter, so we have to go and top up the little key every every so often. And I, I feel like it needs doing more often. I mean, I'm not really in charge of it, I won't lie. My housemate deals with all of that kind of stuff. But I feel like it's, it is more often. And the bloody thing beeps when it wants topping up. It's oh, it really beeps at you as well. Yeah. Shout. It's annoying. 
but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like everyone's feeling the pinch. And it's not so bad at the moment because we're coming into summer and no one, hopefully, has got their heating on and, and all that kind of thing. Um, but how is it going to feel when we sort of come back around into autumn again? Um, and, you know, you're going to start wanting to put your heating on and, and all that kind of thing. Um, I'm going to be going Tesco and buying some jumpers. <laughs> That's one way to deal with it, yeah. Yeah. Just just everyone wear, wear jumpers in the house all the time, jumpers. I really struggle to warm up in the first instance, though. That's the problem. It gets into my bones, I swear, and then I can't warm up. What gets me is when people say, oh, yeah, I'm cold in my bones. You, your bones, that's gotta be, it's got to be impossible for your bones no, to actually... Yeah, not, they don't mean it literally. They just mean that, that they're so cold that they, they can't warm up. They, they don't mean that they're literally, you know... It's a figure of speech, isn't it? You know what figure of speech <laughs> I hate, right? It just mm. it just grates on me. Heating or eating. Yeah. It's the most overdone phrase. Every time you watch the news or anything and they have an interview with someone and, oh, well, then it's about heating or eating. I'm sorry, but you can do both if you massively compromise. I think a lot of people don't really understand. Okay, first of all, there are people out there who are extremely vulnerable. I think most especially sort of older people, you know, who are on, you know, pensions and things that struggle. And, and that's, that's you know, I think it, the people that it, that phrase applies to is much smaller, really, um, than people think it is. Um, and everybody thinks, oh, my God, we're having to pay more money for this. Oh, my God, we're so skint. And I think a lot of people don't actually understand what being skint really is because they're only skint because they're going on three holidays a year and you know because they're spending that money doing things they want to do <laughs> um and i think a lot of people don't really understand that actually that doesn't make you skint that makes you incredibly privileged and you can tighten your belt and not go on three holidays a year and have money to live um that's just and if you want more money you go and make more money i mean yeah so it's not necessarily as black and white as that for everybody i don't think but certainly a lot of people could, yeah. yeah but, I mean, but you still get people that, that, that can be job snobs. Yes. Uh, and turn their nose up at certain jobs and things like that. And, oh, yeah, I'd never do that. Or I'd never work weekends. Uh, yeah. And I think don't think anyone is in the position to to not make compromises on that front. You know, at, mm. at least we're not fleeing a, you know, a war-torn country. Oh, we're well, yeah. so you know, with with, with nothing, here. and but yeah, at the same time, we we as a collectively as a country seem to have a good time moaning about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what we do. We're British. It's in our DNA to moan about everything. <laughs> Talking of moaning, no. we the, the, that's 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 basically what this podcast is. You know what? But how about we open up something where? people can get in touch with stuff they want to hear us discuss absolutely that would be great so that if you want great. us to discuss your topic on the topicopedia podcast next week just get in touch yeah leave a note a message on the you can, uh, there's there's twitter instagram you can leave a comment dms um there's email topicopedia at gmail.com i think 
<laughs> you've got it I'm all. Pretty sure that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, in in some ways, um, it might be quite interesting because there might be loads of stuff that we've got an opinion on that we just don't actually think to bring up because we just start talking our own our own stuff all the time, don't we? We do, and we are sort of in our own little bubbles. And I think sometimes it's interesting to see what other people do want to to you know hear about and it'd be interesting for us as well to look into something a bit different so yeah absolutely which brings us on to um meme of the week Uh oh Oh, don't tell me you've not got yourself a meme of the week i might have one but i don't remember what i did with it (laughs) i think you should have a quick scroll through i'm just having a quick look because i definitely saved a couple but i don't remember what i did with them and we'll see who's come up with the best one this week Hmm. to be honest with you i thought i'd saved one but i can't even find it now no i can't i i made a whole new album and everything hang on a minute this looks good it's called podcast (laughs) that's 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 a good start oh i regret saving these (laughs) (laughs) why is that what's up with them it's not that great (laughs) um to be fair this one's I don't know. I, it's one of those things that I laughed way too much at and I, I probably shouldn't have done. Um, but I saved it um, not only because I laughed at it, but because the imagery doesn't really matter and I can just read it to you um, because it could be any image, really. It doesn't matter. I, I mean, so, at the same time, maybe we could upload the memes afterwards so that people know what we've discussed. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I could do that. I mean, <laughs> if, it's, if it's suitable, we're not going to get kicked off. No, that'd be fine, I'm sure. <laughs> um okay so i have got it's it's a final fantasy 7 meme but it doesn't have to be it could be anything anyway so you've got cloud the main character for anyone who doesn't know uh saying to eris damn girl are you a pinata because <laughs> i'm gonna be needing a fucking blindfold before i hit that <laughs> <laughs> And it's just so not the way I thought that was going to go. And I've just laughed way too long at it. Oh, dear. (laughs) Okay, your turn. Okay, one second. Let me go and cough. I can't. I've got no button to turn my microphone off. Oh, well, right. I'll I'll carry on. Okay, this, this... This is one from a while ago, but obviously it's only episode two of the podcast and you don't know that I've had this meme a while. Okay. Okay. So it's a um, girl lying down on the bed, sending a message to a fella. Oh God! Fancy coming around tonight? My mum's going out. So obviously, on the next message, he's laid down in his bed. And he's texting and put at nearly one pound seventy liter. I think I'll stay home and have a wank. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly. That's actually you meme. I feel. Like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just go, yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll just. I'll just, I'll just eat to myself, save the fuel. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I can literally imagine you having that conversation. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. So how do we... Are we, are we going to put this to um, listeners to decide whose was better? Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what we'll do is... Maybe we post them both on the social media and then we decide which meme's the meme of the week. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then we could have like a running tally and see who who has the best memes overall. 
Oh, I do love a bit of competition. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, will, I will definitely be raking the internet for better memes now. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be uh, trying to see um, what, how far I can push the boundaries. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it scares me a little bit when you say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, this is uh, a you topic. Oh, God, yeah. Crumbling NHS and doctors' attitudes. Right. So, I mean, I've spent the last year in and out of bloody GP practices, hospital, um, phlebotomy clinic. You bloody name it. I've been there constantly, almost every week. Um, Were you about to say been there, done that, got the T-shirt? I was going to say I'm looking forward to seeing you wear that T-shirt. Well, I'm not fucking finished yet. I'm yeah, actually okay. waiting for the GP to call me back now. So if I if I have to disappear for a moment, that's what's happened. Okay. But anyway, I, so. I feel I feel we're safe. I hope. Yeah, I reckon we'll be all right for hours. Actually, <laughs> hours. So anyway, um, and not so much this year because I have complained to the uh, patient advice liaison service twice now. And I feel since I, since the second time I did that, I've been treated a lot better. But before that, last year, oh my God, oh my God, the NHS is an absolute shambles. And for the, for the most part, um, the, the, the actual staff are fantastic and are doing their absolute bloody best. Um, it's the system, not the staff that's, that's falling apart. And, you know, I mean, I've been sat in uh, the emergency department so many times um, and, you know, waited, 12 hours to see a doctor and you know four hours to be triaged even and it's you know when when you when it is an emergency situation you don't have a choice you can't leave the amount of people who did get up and leave when they realized how long the wait was was just oh my god it makes you want to hit your head against something it's so frustrating that you know people have turned up for something that they could go to you know a minor injuries unit for or to their gp for they, they just haven't <laughs> and it's like oh my god um, yeah i mean i think they try and do what they can to try and resolve that but uh, sometimes you just can't teach stupid can you well this is it and they can't turn people away They're i mean because 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 the most basic thing is to go and speak to your pharmacist and you know yeah, a lot of times there's over-the-counter things available that can sort yeah. out what what your issue is um exactly and i've seen loads of advertising campaigns for it but i just think sometimes you can't get through to people and they they just yeah they just take the wrong avenue for for help um i mean obviously you've got a phone number to ring up that that can basically triage you and work tell you where you need to go mm-hmm. um but you know i i would guess that a very very minimal percentage of people even use it are you uh, referring to 111? Yeah, before they, before they go and seek. That 111 are very, very quick to send you to ED. Very quick. Okay. Um, yeah. It, the, <laughs> ED, you're talking about A&E? Yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to... I mean, ER is like emergency room in the US, isn't it? Well, I, and they call it ED over here, but I think, like, I think e- A&E like might be erectile a dysfunction. Sorry, I, I missed that. I talked. Okay. ED <laughs> is erectile dysfunction when you can't get it up. No one wants ED. No, I agree. Nobody does want ED. Anson <laughs> <laughs> Connor, I, I thought they would have called what? it. Um, I thought they'd called it A and E. 
or I, yeah, or, I think or urgent treatment or whatever it is. I'm just so used to hearing it called ED purely because I've been there so many fucking times now. But right, what I can't bear is a lot of doctors, nurses, not at all. They're wonderful, but a lot of doctors, certainly not all, have this holier than thou attitude on them, and it's so condescending. It it, it just reeks of I have the medical degree. I know everything. You are stupid. <laughs> and it makes me fucking murderous. <laughs> it makes me so angry because, you know, a lot of the times, you know, you're trying to explain to them, well, actually, I don't think that's, you know, that quite fits because of X, Y, and Z that I'm experiencing. And they'll go, no, no, no. I am correct. We're not going to listen to what you just said because yeah. that doesn't fit my narrative. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> And I, I swear, this is why I keep having to go back because they're not willing to listen. I'm guessing uh, you and, don't watch no, Coronation Street. No, I don't. Because it sounds very much like a story that's just going on at the moment. Um, okay. There's um, a, a nurse called Aggie, and she just changed department, and she got put on this department with this surgeon, and she just found out that. Um, I mean, the surgeon had a right attitude, always, you know, with all the rest of the staff and whatnot, and. Um, you know, looked down on nurses and stuff, um, and was a great surgeon and great with the um, customers, patients, even <laughs> customers. <laughs> um, but but she found out that um, he well, she'd what heard overheard a conversation, and he'd basically been uh, betting on how fast he could do operations. Oh my god! Um, so obviously she'd reported him and he's been suspended and whatnot but um the interesting thing is obviously one of the operations was someone on the street peter barlow the alcoholic uh and apparently like on the on his they found evidence that he'd sent a selfie of him with the the um with the liver t- taking a selfie with the patient and the liver oh my God. in the middle of the surgery um but yeah i mean you you'd think that just sounds ridiculous but you know, it happens. People sometimes do get a bit above their stations and obviously think they're above the rules. Yeah. Um, and I think this happens in all walks of society, in, in all fairness. Yeah. Um, but obviously when it's um, people's health you take into account, mm. it's it's kind of another thing you expect them to be working, working with you. Yeah. I mean, it frightening because they don't see you as a person they see you as 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 a meat sack like literally you're just a body um and that's terrifying and they have to because that's that's how they're able to do the job that they do you know operating on people and stuff but at the same time oh god i mean i'm very lucky that the consultant i'm under is a lovely lovely chap um, but there have been some that I've seen along the way that have really not been, and I would not have felt very comfortable with them operating on me, in all honesty. Yeah. But yeah, it's... Um, mm. So you... After complaining a couple of times, you kind of got it resolved. What did they do, change? Did they change the people you were dealing with? or? Um, so, I mean, my, my main complaint was... Uh, that I wasn't being listened to and I couldn't just I just couldn't bear the fact that I wasn't being listened and it's things like I had a procedure 
that was a diagnostic procedure and it was insanely painful and I wanted to actually continue with it even though I was literally, it was worse than childbirth um and I mean I had the same when, when I gave birth I had gas and air in the last 45 minutes after a three-day labor you know I, I feel I can deal with pain fairly well um and during this procedure I had gas and air and it just wasn't doing a thing and it was agony and I was screaming and, and the event it was the doctor who said we're not we're not doing this anymore it's you know I, we'll come back and you can be put under a general he said it's just too painful for you so all right fair enough and I wasn't best pleased because I, I was so desperate to get the answers that you know been waiting for um but okay and then he came and saw me afterwards and i said so i'll be under a general anesthetic next time he said oh no i think we'll start with just a little light sedation first and i was like no 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 you said a general anesthetic and i agree with that no we'll, we will start at the bottom and work our way up i thought oh my fucking christ like don't say one thing and then do it anyway i complained about him because he really did he, he actually said i was stupid for not taking the sedation the first time around um when actually to three different nurses i'd said you know i'm worried about pain um would it be better to take the uh diazepam which is the sedation or would i be better to have the gas and air um because i was leaning more towards gas and air because that's what i'd had during childbirth and it was fine and they were all like yeah 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 if that's what you want to do that's completely fine and i i took that to mean that yes i'd make the right choice um, and he told me I was quite stupid for making that choice. And I just thought, oh my God. So that was actually the second time I complained, I think, or was it the first? I can't remember. Um, but I, I, I think, you know, I sent quite an emotional complaint, if I'm honest. I was really at my wit's end um, and said I hadn't been listened to, explained everything that had gone on. I mean, I'd also been through a lot with um, GPs as well. I mean, I have one GP um, who I, I said to, you know, I can't live like this anymore. I just can't live like like this. And he said, well, why not? You don't work. I thought, oh, <laughs> oh, it's like that, is it? Oh, I see. Um, you know, I'm obviously not worth fixing pa pa then. Pa I, passing I judgments now, anyway. are they? Sorry? Passing judgment now, are they? Oh, my God. Like, big time. I mean, it doesn't really matter your circumstances. That wasn't, you know, a factor. Never mind the fact that I couldn't bloody work if I wanted to <laughs> over the last year. I've never have held down a job. It's actually... A small miracle that I, you know, I'm not working at this time, um, and I'm, the reason I'm not working is because I'm a carer for my daughter. So, you know, take that. Kind oh, uh, <laughs> of is a bit of a job in itself. It, it can be. It can be. I mean, it's more that I need to be available. Um, but yeah, I, it's oh god. Uh, but yes, I, I definitely got treated a bit better. And I think at one point, because I'd had so many emergency admissions, I'd been put under different specialists. Um, and, you know, because nobody communicates in there, nobody looks through your notes to see if you're already under a, a specialist or even asks you. Um, so they assigned me another one. And, and this guy was awful and, you know, just not a very nice guy. Um, and yeah, so basically they then got rid of him and put me under the one I was originally under who is the one who did my operation um and is a much nicer chap um and yeah started to get somewhere after that I, I feel like that must have been the second complaint. I really can't remember there's it, there's been a lot but yeah excellent well that's I'm glad you finally like got to the end of the saga ish really. okay Okay, <laughs> to be continued. It's still a little bit ongoing. It is still a little bit ongoing, but hopefully it is the beginning of the end. Okay. <coughs> Sorry. I mean, I know there's a couple of other topics I wanted to squeeze in. Go for it. 
I don't know if this should be a feature as well, like thing you've seen in the news this week um, that's worth a mention. Okay. Maybe maybe we should do that as another another feature. Um, I don't really watch the news. Okay. But if, okay. If I see something, firstly, you, you, firstly, you come on, let's have your thoughts on Eurovision. It's got to be said. We've got to mention it. I'm. Do you know? I feel any other year we would have won. Um, but I'm not sad that we didn't win. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, it might be like another couple of decades till we till we actually even get another point. It's like I, we don't look, usually I get don't, any points. I don't even care enough. I I stopped caring about Eurovision such a long time. I didn't even watch it this time around. I used to like religiously every year, and then you know I I didn't this year, and I regret it a little bit because my family group chat was popping off about group. About yeah, it. I mean, I I, I, I never like, usually watch it, but I watched it this year because I thought you know what, let's give it a go because I'd, I'd heard all right things about our act. Um, and he was really good, and but you know what? I think everyone put forward great acts. There, there wasn't really a bad song per se in there. Um, oh, really? No, I, I thought it was really good. It was, it moved a long way from being the usual cheese fest um, that that we know it for. And there was actually some reasonable songs there that you could acceptably, you know, have on the radio and whatnot. I might actually have to. Watch Interesting it one. Um, the one of the entries. Uh, from Finland is yeah. uh, the Rasmus. Yes. Yes, they're still That's knocking about. That's controversial because they were bottled off stage back in 2000 and whenever it was. Oh, were they? Oh, were they, they were, yeah, they at a festival. Oh, at a festival. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they, oh. they didn't go down very well. Oh, well, I thought they were quite good. It was good to hear them again. Um, I enjoyed yeah. it. Good. Good. I mean, yeah, I wish I'd watched it. I, I regret not watching it now. Um, but next year, next year I'll watch it. And, and you know, because it, the only reason we did so well is obviously because I didn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's exactly all that. down to me. So maybe I won't watch it next year and I'll do everyone, the whole country a favour. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully next year will be our year. Hopefully people take pity on us for, because obviously Ukraine snatched it off us. Um, but, you yeah. know, just on the... On the basis that everyone, you know, wants to show that they're standing with Ukraine, which is fair dues, I suppose. Yeah, in all honesty, I'm I'm here for that. I think it's nice that uh, it sort of puts out a really strong message, doesn't it? Um, to the especially uh, since we aggressor. kicked Russia out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kick Russia out of it, and then obviously Ukraine win it. So, yeah, it does send a message. Exactly. Uh, I mean, and every year we turn around and go, "Oh, yeah, it's all politics. That's why we never win," and then. This time we've not won, and it's all about politics. But we nearly did win, and is that about politics? I mean, I it's difficult, know. isn't it? Because maybe you maybe don't the EU know. doesn't hate us as much as we think. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Or maybe we we've come out of this Ukraine thing looking good to other people. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I was thinking that. I was thinking. Yeah. Maybe maybe we've come out of it looking good because we have done more than our fair share, and yeah. you know, given what we can. Yeah. Yeah. And we're trying to do what we can to keep the rest of Europe strong against the these forces. So Yeah, exactly. So perhaps perhaps it has actually done us a favour. Yeah. So we'll wait and see on that Let's one. Just hope we'll we have to wait till next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait till next year. Oh uh, okay, so new story I spotted this week, which is quite funny. I'm gonna um just I'm gonna explain this to you and then I'm gonna send you the image across and obviously you can put it on social media later. Um I think you just have to 
explain that we borrowed it from another source. Um, okay. But no, this did make me laugh. Um, so on VC News, they wrote this article about black hole, uh, first picture of the Milky Way monster. So right. they've discovered this black hole. Yeah, yes. Um, that is 26,000 light years away. Yeah, wow. Um, its width of the black hole is 24 million kilometres against 63 million kilometres. So, yeah, can you decipher how big that is? No, and I don't think anyone with any degree of sanity can. (laughs) Those kind of numbers are astronomical, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, uh, but then what got got me is it says, at a distance of 26,000 light years from Earth, um, Sagittarius A star, for sure, uh, is it, uh, or, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Sagittarius A star, or SGR A star, for sure, is a tiny pinprick in the sky. To send such a target requires incredible resolution, blah, blah, blah. And then it ends with something with, don't worry, it's so far away. Where's that? I should really have highlighted this bit of the article um, (laughs) because I can't find it now, as ever. But it was something along the lines of, don't worry, it's, you know, 26 million light years away or something, or 26,000 light years away. Uh, Sorry, there's a bit of a difference in that, isn't there? But there we go. That's how I've read it at the time and I thought that's interesting, uh, mostly because um, they sent, they posted this image. and of course, the article said, "Don't worry, it's so far away, we could never get sucked into the black hole." Okay. Um, and I've sent you the image, of the NASA illustration of the black hole, the twenty-six thousand light years, and the size of our solar system. Oh my God! Jesus. Yeah, it looks like it's around the corner, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> just like, just like you're ready just to float into it. You could pop round for a bag of sugar. That's really, it really does look very close. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So fancy them doing an illustration like that, pointing out, oh, don't worry, it's 26,000 light years away. Um, we'll never get sucked into it uh, when it looks like you are just teetering on the edge. It does look like that. I yeah. mean, I think it is actually so far isn't it but when you look at it like it's kind of like looking at maps and things things can yeah when they draw something that's like 26 million (laughs) kilometers wide and then put our solar system next to it and say it's not near then our perspective goes i think it is yeah yeah you're right it doesn't look (laughs) ridiculously close that's terrifying yeah anyway uh so this half hour podcast is currently at 43 minutes you're welcome for your Brucey bonus. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Maybe we put too much into it. Maybe we're going to have to start squeezing um, bits out. But yeah, so I think we do that as a thing. Weekly news story that's kind of caught your eye, like maybe not for the right reasons and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Of course, meme of the week, because I've got to beat you at something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can try. can try. And of course, we always love getting the feedback. So the more feedback, the merrier. And we're quite happy to have people suggest topics. And if we yeah. feel like it, we might do some research on it. Failing yeah. that, we will just pass up opinions. Yeah. Because we're Absolutely. good at that. 
Yeah, we're good at that. Yeah. Very good at that. So that is it for episode two of Topicopedia. Thank you for joining us and thanks for sticking with us this long. Mm, Well done.